What's good? This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Welcome back to the special edition 100%. As you know, the anonymity of my guests will not be concealed on these episodes. We're going to get right to those core stories and those gritty details. I have a special episode for you. The first lady of OBH is with me, and we're just going to get to everything. Um, do remember that the stories that you hear do not necessarily reflect real life. They're here to entertain, educate, or just keep your little homie off the streets. It's only entertainment. Please don't get me indicted. My name is Chris Stavs. Let's get it. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm here. Alive and well. Okay. I'm glad to everything. Um, if you're unfamiliar with my podcast, we get straight to it. I don't take the scenic route. Okay. So, at what age did you join a gang? Okay. Um, I first joined a gang when I was 13. Okay. And how, what was that process like? Um, so for me, it's a popular gang that has a popular rival. And um, it was just as simple as fighting, getting jumped. That was it. And that's how you got it? There was nothing in me. I was already rumbling. I was already getting jumped on a regular basis. So I might as well get jumped this one last time, have some protection and have a reason for it and a purpose. I wanted that too because it was like when people are joining these gangs, are they joining for the friendship, for the bond, for the camaraderie, or just straight up for the protection? Um, in in my position, it was mainly for the protection and to get away. Like I was abused as a child. So I didn't have no outlet. And my only outlet at the time was music, but like I said, I was a child, so I didn't have any physical freedom or anywhere else to go other than when I was rocking with my niggas. And when you say abuse as a child, what happened? Um, so lots of beatings for no reason. Um, getting hit with unruly things that aren't supposed to be used as chastisement. Mm -hmm. Getting sent to bed for days with no food. A parent leaving the household for weeks mm -hmm. on end. Left to care for four others. You know, just shit like that. So you joined this gang, and, and what did it provide for you? What, did, what, did, what was that feeling like? Um, I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. It felt good. It was, it was a brotherhood. Like, I felt like I had family. Niggas always made sure I was straight, always made sure I ate. I wasn't cold. I could say, listen, I need this. Boom. That was it. Like, and when I really started getting on my bully, all that pretty cute shit went out the way, so niggas knew not to try me sexually because I wasn't having it. I wasn't having it. So, yeah, it, OBH, I'm assuming, was a male-dominated gang. It wasn't oh, yeah, a of lot course. of females in it. No, not even. It, it was absolutely nothing. And from to my understanding, there still aren't any. Um, that that gang in particular, with segue to Goonie Gang, I didn't even really get introduced to until I was an adult. So I was segueing from one one set to another set, if that makes sense. Right. Why would they choose you to join if they don't allow women into this game? Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, at the time I was working at Studio 37, um, formerly it was known as Passion. And what do you mean working? I was dancing. I was a ballerina, as I like to say, for about five years or so. And um, So how old were you when you... So you joined the gang... At 13, and I was, and I first... And you were already working in the club? No, I didn't start working in the club till like 17. 
Okay. 17. Back then, they, they wasn't really carding you. You didn't have to have no, no dancer's license or nothing. Me just being developed right. was enough. You right. know, pay the bouncer, whatever. I'm in there. But um, I was actually chosen. I was on stage, and, you know, rest his soul, one of the brothers that had passed away, and um, I'm going to just say Animal. Animal, before he died, he chose me. He picked me up off stage like, yo, come here. Like, I, I, I could use you for this. Mm. You look like you got this certain look. And the way that you talk, uh-uh, and then it was that from there. Mm. You know, he since passed away, so, you know, but I, I truly thank him for that, for, that, for that opportunity. So you take me off the stage, and you say you can use me, and then you jump me into the game? No, okay, so with, with OBH, I didn't necessarily have to get jumped in. Mm. Because... Like I said, the streets talk. Niggas already knew who I was mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Now, rather than putting two and two together, if such and such is going by passion now in the clubs, a different thing. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in your section and you noticing a certain thing or you see something that's going to tell you, oh, yo, that's her. Mm -hmm. That's that's who, they, yo, that's the joint. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So he was like, oh, I heard about you. Like, mm -hmm. and, and you sing, I could use you for this because at the time I was on the music aspect of things. But one business led to another. And what could he use you for? So, for example, I started out like as a hook girl for certain artists and shit like that, just transporting, cleaning guns, putting other bitches on the strip, you know, bringing revenue, driving, taking trips up to the Poconos, bringing shit back, like and you're 17, whatever. Seventeen years old. Yeah, touching bands, driving a BMW, chilling in the loft. What was a good week? A good week, easily. I'm not even going flex, 10K, 6K, on, on some calm, like nothing too crazy. And that would be your cut? For a 17-year-old, that's life. Are you, in charge, are you in charge of older women or younger women? Any age. What do you mean? Like, what's it the it don't matter. What was the oldest? Um, I would say the oldest bitch that I had, um, she passed actually too. She was 35, I was 17, and I was the house mother. I ran her. And the only reason why I had her where I really wanted her to be because she liked to play with her nose. Mm. So if you want that and you need that, I'm going to make sure that you got that, but you're going to do what I say. Mm. So it was even exchange. What's the youngest woman you had? Uh, I actually sent her home. She was 16, a year under me, and I wasn't allowing that. See, I have certain morale, so my bitches had to be at least from 18 or whatever. Regardless if I'm the youngest one in charge, it don't matter. You don't know how old I am. That's none of your business. Mm. I'm in charge, and I said no. So, and I actually talked to the homegirl, you know, she really needed it. And, um, you know, one of her siblings had special needs and they had medical expenses, stuff like that. So I was like, listen, this ain't even the route we need to go, ma. Like, seriously, they're going to eat you alive. So, you know, I hooked her up with actually a daycare job because I always kept a nine to five. I used to work at Miss Tootsie's. Right. Hit up Kevin Parker, God rest his soul. He also passed. Oh, um, yeah. Listen, Philly is home of the death. That's why I always tell people, like, death is a friend of mine, literally. Mm. But I, I probably, I don't even know how many funerals I've gone to, sang at, been at, none of that. Mm. 2016 alone, I could tell you I went to two to three a month and sang at every single one of them for the whole year. What, like, was, what, what was one of your favorite songs to sing? One of my favorite songs to sing was... Um, the Room Grew Still as she made her way to Jesus, as she stumbles through the tears that made her blind, 
And I felt such pain And some spoke in anger Heard folks whisper There's no place here for your kind Still on she came Through the shame that flushed her face Until at last She knelt before his feet Although she spoke no words Everything she said was heard As she put her love out for the master In her box of alabaster And I've come to pour my praise on him like oil for Mary's alabaster box. Alabaster box by C.C. Winans. Uh, that song is actually about a prostitute. Hmm. She touched the, the hem of Jesus' garment and she was healed from the issue of blood. What was some of the wildest things that you probably experienced in that house that you carried to this day? I would say more so watching girls, innocent girls, beautiful girls, get like hooked on drugs for life or, or given AIDS. Like the, the beating and the death to me really, by the time I was like, 12, I was already numb to that. So watching somebody get their ass beat really wasn't shit to me. Like, you feel me? Like, myself personally, I didn't have my ass beat. Three of my ribs broken, my nose broken. So I really didn't give a fuck. And I box for real still. But just watching them physically become sick and, and needing a fix. And she was a beautiful girl when I met her. And it's only been two months. And she itching and leaning and shit like that. Or, you know... You got sores because now you got AIDS. You feel me? So, and like I said, like you know, I've, I've taken many, I've taken many walks of faith. Um, Animal also introduced me more so to Islam. I was already introduced to it when I went to high school, but I really clung to my prayer rug more so than ever. Like people used to look at me crazy because I would garb, change in the locker room, put my dancing outfit on, and when I left the club, garb back up and leave. Wow. Literally. So. It's, it's not about what you wear, but what's in your heart. Mm. And that didn't matter to me. And then I learned that from him the most. This, this guy was very instrumental in your Very life. much so. I miss him. I miss him. I really do. I wish if I could just talk to him for five minutes, man. Only only one of the few men that I could really go to for sound advice. Not not just like, oh, that like so many times I tried to tell my story and like put it out there and then after the interview the nigga turned the camera, so what you gonna do for it? No, nigga, this this ain't that. Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not here for that. Right. Like, to be honest. Right. So um, it's crazy that you sort of say this this person you speak speak about with such reverence. Uh, meanwhile, he put you into the game. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and but I say that to make the point that there is still like a home yeah. in some of the most dangerous parts. For sure. Oh. 
and and that's this is why I'm here to like clear the air and give clarity for the young folk because y'all seeing was glorified and, and and played on one side of the spectrum. Like, I mean, I give it to the ones that actually made it out. Like, you know, our Cardi B's and our you know Scissors. They they was once dancers and now they stand the third. But however, what I don't agree with, and which is what I share on my end of music, is they don't tell you about the bruises that you have. Mm-hmm. The corns on your feet, the calluses, your, your feet bleeding mm. for standing like this. Your foot is like this mm. on a six-inch platform hill for, for 13 hours. And then you go into the after hour. Mm. They, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about how you in the locker room and somebody tried to put a bump under your shit so that you could just get high. I don't even know. They don't talk about the bitch that's stepping on your ones in your section next to you. And then you, you just break it out. And they don't, they don't tell you about that. Sex, money, cash, drugs, lifestyle. They, they're selling one, one end of the spectrum. Like, and then when it comes to safety for our young boys out here, our young men, like I have sons. You feel me? So I'm mindful because I believe that my sons are my karma. <laughs> mm. Now, if I had a daughter, okay, yeah, you know, I'll know, yeah, whatever. But the fact that I got boys... I got karma to pay. I got, I got, I done did some shit. Like, I'm, I'm scared that niggas might see my son and be like, yo, ain't you such and such? You mean? And I done did some shit from back in the day. Like, you, you never know. But because they searching for that home, they searching for that love. And don't get me wrong, you, you risking your life. Definitely your freedom. Definitely been sat down a few times because of the situation. What have you done? I've done everything from, from robberies, to setups, to bodies, to transports, to drop-offs, pickups, putting bitches on the strip, anything in the game, you name it, I've done it. What was something that you you did to a guy that you feel like would see your son in the street and be like, ain't you so-and-so? So, I want to say in 2014, I used to run a group. We was called Mysterious, and... um. Shorty lied to me. She was the first person that ever drugged me. Like, I've been, I'm, I just want to say this. I'm grateful to have my right mind. I'm grateful to be here to tell the story. I'm grateful that I'm free. I'm grateful that I'm not, you know, behind bar. I'm grateful that I'm not dead. Because half these people that I'm talking about not even here, literally. Mm-hmm. I, I keep in touch with their grandmoms and their aunts still. But um, we, we hit a lick, as the, the popular term is now. After I left the club, the nigga had paid for a girlfriend special or whatever. What's that? Girlfriend special is essentially like it's two girls, you know, ours we did a little different, you know, she did the pay to play and I just did the dancing. So after my part, then they would do whatever or I would offer a massage and they would go in the room and do they do. So instead of us doing it this time, now this girl had lied to me and told me that she was only 20. By the time I found out she was 28 years old, I was only 19. So she was a mastermind manipulator from there. But I'll get to that later. So boom, we go, we do the African special, I mean, the um, the girlfriend special and the guy, he was an African guy, you know, he wasn't from the States or whatever. So she's like looking him out and feeling the standard third. So I'm thinking that they going in their room to do the whatever, whatever. And it was only supposed to be a short stay. So I'm timing it like, you know, 30 minutes and they done. So I'm getting dressed and I'm going out to start the car because I don't have no purpose or no reason to listen to that. Like, what the fuck? So as I'm going to the car, I'm sitting in there, and about every bit of three minutes later, she running, come on, start the car, go, 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 hit my thing. I'm not asking no questions. Mm. I'm peeled off. I'm like, yo, what, why are we rushing? Like, what, what's going on? Like, talk to me. So I'm reaching in the back seat. Like, I don't know what the fuck is about to 
happen, but you need to start talking. She's like, listen, I robbed them. We got to get out of here. This, that, and the third. I'm like, you did what? And she was stupid for it. Dumb. To this day, I'm still tight at the shorty. Because had she kept him as a client, we would have got way more chicken in the long run than you just pulling that nut ass shit for that one time. Right. Then she was stupid because the bitch left her ID flying out. You didn't even plan it. That's how I know she just did it off the whim. Mm -hmm. See, I'm calculated. Anything that I'm going to do, been thought about, set on, seen on red for over months, more than two weeks. Before I hit a lick on a nigga crib, I done already studied your movements for six months to a year. It's not, I'm not just going to pop out and take it because you up right now. That's stupid. But that's one thing that I know. Like, God forbid if that man ever seen my son or my kid, well, whatever, like... But that's why I protect my kids' identity also. So, it, it seems like that really wasn't something that you was down for. That's something that not you, at all. But you, so you you never really played the dirty game. I was never. I never. And this is the thing that this is why I'm here to clear the air. I was never nothing grimy about me ever. Nothing. Not a. I'm a business woman. I like to call myself a businessman because I'm more level headed than most men. I'm business oriented. If it don't make money, it don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And if your mind, if you don't feed your wolves, they will eat you. Mm -hmm. And if she's too emotional, then she can't win. If that one over here, no. You need to be able to assess the room and make decisions. And that can't come from you being a slimy, snaky, selfish person. Because then you have a karma backlashing on you. And like I said, I was Muslim. So although at the end of the day, it wasn't the most halal thing to do, there's a haram to halal ratio with everything that you do. How long was this 17-year-old running this house? I was in that house for like two, three years, and then I moved on. What was you doing with all that money that you were seeing? Paying for school. I went to Temple University. Graduated class of 2016. Yeah. You went to college? Yes, I did. While you was running? The streets and worked the nine to five. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. This was it was never my my motive or my game to just do this because it's cool. And that's why I said like a lot of the famous people that we have out there now aren't being truthful. Mm -hmm. I didn't just wake up and say, oh, I want to be a stripper. No, that's not what happened. What happened was I was getting evicted and my cousin left me with the bills. I didn't have no choice. I was always told, oh, you got a nice body, you just that and the third. And it was down the street. It was Erie Avenue. In fact, my first day at the strip club, I didn't even have one outfit. I had on wedge heels, wedges, and some white Hanes drawers. You feel me? The bouncer bought my first outfit. Wow. I came from below nothing. Right. Not not even. Like I was a church girl. I don't I don't know nothing about that. I was trying to survive, but I kept my end goal in mind. It's not about what you did to get there. It's about how you got there. Mm. When I'm sitting in the room and this Forbes list 30 before 30, niggas not asking me, oh, so how did you? And we, no, they, they want to shake my hand in business plan. So. Well, why do you think the inner city, you've turned to these gangs and these, these people for, is it because they have nothing else? I, I feel like, Right now, it's so glamorized. Everything is just so like, yo, I'm part of this gang. They start rapping, and then career take off, or they got to be in like some drill scene, and and it's down at there. But what's going on with our youth, in your opinion? Um, 
I can speak on my generation. This generation, I just feel like they're a bunch of copy, copycats. It's the music, whatever. But as far as my generation, first off, I want to stop you with there. There's always an option. Always. You, you are not limitless. There are options. You have choice. It will be tough. You will be the only one. You will be singled out. You will be made fun of. You may be fought for it, but you do not have to turn to the streets. Right. I had options. I did. Mm-hmm. I could have just got evicted, went to the shelter, and still muscled it out and finished college that way. Worked my nine to five. I could have. But see, there's a pride. That anger that I felt wanted revenge, and I've since healed from that. Mm. That, that, that emptiness of a motherless child, that emptiness of not having a father, mm. those voids that you think are so deep and so heavy really ain't even all that. You don't need parents to, to, to be fine. So it was my own mantra telling me, oh, you can't do this. Oh, you, it was my own defeated attitude, which I have since healed from and elevated from. Mm-hmm. It was, see, those, those negative self-doubting beliefs turn into thoughts turn into lifestyles. I was in a negative space. I was moving from anger. I was working from things that which I did not understand. But instead, if I just gave it all to God and said, you know what, Lord, I thank you and I need to do this. Yeah, you know what? I may be homeless, but this. No. At that point, I was probably atheist, didn't believe in nothing. I don't care about you. Can't care about you. I'm serving pregnant fiends. I can see there's a baby on the way. I don't give a fuck. You gonna get this yay, and that money better be straight. Cause when I come back on Friday to pick it up, if it's not somebody in this motherfucker getting beat up, stabbed up, or blown their head off, that's it. Those are your only options. It's either you do it right or you get going. And I was no nonsense. That's why I feel as though certain things that I went through as an adult, like later on my latter years, was my karma. When I did decide to sit down and I did decide to, you know, do the straight and narrow and be on the right path. I did suffer. I did. For what I did. There, there are options. You ever watch someone lose their life? Absolutely. 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 I've held... I want to say maybe four, four or five people will take their last breaths. This is because of natural causes or street violence. Violence, man, and it gotta stop. Like, like I said, I live in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and um, like all jokes aside, <laughs> my son is five, and he already knows how to dismember and disarm a Glock nine pistol because. I'm afraid that he could be innocent, minding his business, but not being aware of his surroundings and lose his life. He's five, and I have to teach him gun safety. You think that someone would want to have revenge on you like that for him, or just basically growing up in Philly? Mm, just growing up in Philly. Like, that's why we live on the outskirts. Like, I just try to be keep it simple and remove them. Right. Like... For example, I, me personally, if you ask me, I did what I had to do. I never did nothing grimy. If you took it personal, that was on you, and I'm not responsible for your emotions. Have you had to take a life? I've had to. I've had to. Sometimes it's either you or me. I'm going to live to see another day. I don't care what it is. And if I don't got it, I'm taking it. With your own hands? With my own hands. We, we spoke earlier about the nightmares. Yeah. Um, 
they say when I don't know this per se, but when you take a life, like I don't know, like that spirit is like with you forever. I wouldn't say forever, but gens and demons and imps and warlets, whatever your terminology is, are very much real. They are. They are. Can you talk about a time you had to defend yourself for your life? Oh, for sure. Um, actually, I felt at peace after this. I didn't feel no shame about it because I was just walking, minding my business, and I was coming from a late-night shift from Mr. T's. It was on South Street, and I was just trying to go home. That was it. That was all. Nigga tried to grab the wrong female, see? And I, and I thank the Lord, and I always thank God because I was never raped because of this. Because I will kill you before you take anything of mine. I don't care if it was just a piece of tissue. You're not taking nothing. Like, and then it's crazy because they be like, oh, yo, you're so, you're so humble, you're so sweet, you're this, I'll give you the shirt off my back. All you had to do was ask. Because I'm going to be real, if a nigga come to me, he like, yo, this, that, and the third, listen, put the condom on, I'll do whatever. Just don't hurt me. Mm -hmm. Just don't hurt me. But you being forceful like that, making me put my defense up, nigga, I'm going to kill you. And it's Philly, so they're not getting here for a while. They're not coming to look for you. I'm, I'm been gone. So what happens next? Nothing. He grabs you? He grabs me. I mean, he pulled his gun out, but I shot mine. That was it. I didn't pull out anything. That was It was in my pocket. It was cold. He pulled his out like he was about to shoot me, and I just shot through my coat and kept pushing. Just, I never turned back. I heard him die on the concrete. What? Yeah. For sure. You go back to work the next day. Yep, sure do. I take my wudu, offer my salat, take a gussel, do it, offer a toba prayer, which is for repentance, and I keep it pushing. Because the Quran says that if someone even as so much to lays a finger on you, you send them to the grave.